You're listening to Sorry Auntie, a podcast about the two of us trying to find a date to our best friend's destination wedding. first time today what are you doing no one starts a podcast from the third episode go back and listen to the first two because we don't have time to tell you about my cousin my best friend how she threw us under the bus at her engagement party we don't have time to tell you about how we set up our dating profiles and the challenges we're setting for each other but Actually, no, just to be nice and give you a quick recap of last week, we set ourselves a challenge to um, set up a Zoom, Skype, whatever lingo you like to use, or phone date through um, the matches we get off Hinge, Bumble, or Tinder. Otherwise known as the Great Trifecta. Well, we label it the Great Trifecta. No one else calls it that. So, S, how has your week been? My week has been good. Yeah, my week has just been at home, living with my parents as usual. My mom's been in a bit of a mood. Uh, good old Shilpa and her moods. The good old Shilpa and her moods. But yeah, nothing to report from the home front. But what about you? Exciting Eid time. Yes, yeah, so it was Eid over the weekend and spent it with my brother, my family, and also because I don't have much extended family in this town. Um, my friends in laws. So that was good. I got to eat a lot of good food, nice. which you know can never go wrong. No. Nice. So all in all, a really good weekend. And to all my brothers, sisters, and habibis out there, Eid Mubarak, Habibi. <laughs> I like that. And of course, as all Desi aunties do when they see you after a while, everybody was asking me if there have been any boys on the horizon. So let's just get to the crux of why we're here. S. Last week I saw you. You didn't have oh, a Tinder, Hinge, or um, Bumble. Bumble, thank you. Bumble mm. profile. Did you manage to create one this week? I did. I'm taking this seriously. Oh, thank goodness. I told you I had homework to catch up on and I did it. I set up the profiles. Actually, well, why don't we just kind of look at it? You can look at it. Okay, slight disclaimer. I didn't set up all the profiles. Okay. <laughs> look, here's my defense. I went from two years of doing... No dating, not interacting with boys, not even wanting to look at them. And suddenly in a week, you want me to get three dating profiles plus have a phone call with them. That's like, that's too much. The bar is set too high. So I'm rolling it out slowly. First, I got Tinder, low hanging fruit, give the least amount of shits. (laughs) And that was fine. Built a little bit of confidence. Then I went and got Hinge and I will get Bumble next week. Okay, to be very frank with you, I don't use Bumble that often because the concept of Bumble for people who don't know is the girl has to speak first and the girl has to then, you have to interact. There's like a 24-hour limit between matching and making the first move. And if you don't do it within 24 hours, you lose that match. And, you know, we're just so time poor in these busy coronavirus isolation days. We don't have time to message each other. Yeah, consistency is not a good virtue of mine. People swear by Bumble, though. Yeah, okay. All right, next week we should make a solid effort. Yeah. To use Bumble. To use Bumble. But before we do that, I want to see your Tinder profile. Okay, okay, okay. And because I'm nice, you could probably see mine too. Right. It's not because you're nice, because it's part of the pact. (laughs) All right. Okay, here we go. 
I love this first photo, Esther, mm-hmm. you're giving us the beautifulest smile. So fresh. Your face looks flawless. Thank you. It's called Facetune. Look it up. Right. <laughs> okay, right. I quite like your little tagline here. So it says, what did we even talk about before COVID-19? I'm not going to lie. I don't think I have one because I don't know how to define myself in 350 characters. Right. So I just let my photos do the talking. It's too much effort for Tinder. I have like the lowest bar for tinder you have no respect for tinder <laughs> i respect you tinder unless they want to endorse this podcast in which case i love you <laughs> no so you've got like you said you took your own advice your first photo was a personality shot love it you're swinging off the treetops in bali your third photo is a beautiful selfie face again looks flawless a little cleavage bright pink dress And, of course, you're holding a nice little glass of champagne to show you that you're pretty and fun at the same time. Thank you. And once again, shout-outs to Facetune for letting me get rid of any pores that I had. (laughs) And our next photo is also, like, an above-the-stomach. You're like, great podcast for Tria, but you're like, you know, trying to indicate that that line. (laughs) It's from the underneath of your bosom to your head and more. Isn't bosoms your butt? Because I'm with your boobies. <laughs> okay. What's your butt? I'm butt. Your butts and bosoms. I don't know. What, okay, maybe it's both. Hey, Google. What does bosom mean? Here's the definition of Buddhism. <laughs> I don't want the definition of hey, Buddhism. Google, never mind. Welcome to Sorry Auntie, a <laughs> podcast about two brown girls struggling with Google Home. If anything, this is why we need to marry one of those IT guys. <laughs> so your next photo, yes, is you above the bosom and you are in New York and you look really, really fab. This girl travels. Oh, yes. She's yes. seen some things. It's cute. Your last photo, S, is the perfect Salargami's photo. Your dupatta is flying around. You're mm. spinning. Your face is perfectly, you know, in shot, clear. Mm-hmm. Everything around you is twirling. Mm-hmm. You look stunning. The light is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that photo. It shout outs to Shilpa for wanting me to be an Instagram model and like having the patience to take about 400 photos of me. Yeah, and also shout outs to Burst. Apple <laughs> Burst change the game. All right, your next photo is very much the exact opposite of my wholesome photo. You are on some sort of inflatable device. I'm an inflatable pool swan. Don't say device. <laughs> You're on an inflatable pool swan. Your dress is just skimming the upper thigh region. You have two middle fingers up. Oh, yes. You just, you get more, um, I want to say trash, but that's not, that's not <laughs> the way. You just get more ratchet as right, your profile yep. goes on. Middle fingers up, looking away like, I don't give a fuck, mom. This is who I am. It's cool. It's a lot. It's I like it. So the reason why I have that photo, actually, it's something I thought of as I was setting up or well, revamping my profiles. And I, you know what? This perfectly describes me. <laughs> this is my personality. Yeah. No, um, I figured I needed something to sift through the fuckboys because that's not what I'm here for anymore. And I figured that would be the perfect fuckboy trap. Trap him and catch him. Yep. And the number of like the, you know, those little blue superstars you get when someone really, really likes you. Mm. A lot of fuck boys have superstarred that photo. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, uh-uh, no, thank you. Yeah. So how's it, how's it, um, how's it going for you? Yeah. How was that profile working for you? You like, is it any honey? Are you attracting any bees to the honey pot? I feel like I have. Is that how, is that how honey's, where bees work? <laughs> no, bees hey, don't get attracted hey, to Google. the honey <laughs> 
Bees don't get attracted to the honeypot. They're the ones who made the honey in the honeypot. Okay, some of us did not do biology at university. Actually, I That's did. That's just common sense. And I, I actually also, did, and I failed. Fun fact, I dropped biology in grade six because I was so afraid my parents wanted me to be a doctor. You managing expectations from the onset. Yeah, from the onset, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a doctor, so I was like, let me get rid of biology. Turns out you only need chemistry to be a doctor. Oh. Anyways, <clears throat> yeah, how's it going? Is your profile attracting any bees to the honeypot <laughs> it's going pretty well i have some odd conversations some interesting conversations which obviously i think is just any part and parcel of dating exactly yeah i think setting those ratchet photos on tinder has really helped because i generally can filter out some of the fuckboys. boys mm. and as we know that is not what i'm about anymore so yeah what about you i don't know if it's because i'm older and some of the men that I liked before are in relationships now or my profile is just too conservative and not catching the right people. But I have not found anything interesting that has piqued my interest. Peaked. Peaked. Peaked your interest. Peaked my interest. I'm just, I have to say though, compared to two or more years ago, men have become so much more respectful. And I don't know if that's because of the whole Me Too movement and a general education of what is and isn't acceptable to say, or it's because the men are older now and there's more maturity. But where before I would get a lot of really inappropriate messages, I would say at least once a week I'd get something really filthy. I'm talking no hi, hello, what's up, just anal question mark. What? Yeah. That's gross. It is really gross. So I'm like, I'm no longer getting that. And yeah, I don't know why it is. And I'm also not getting racially charged comments. And I was getting that a lot before. Like what? <laughs> like, does your pussy taste like beef and Deloo? <laughs> yeah. Really, really messed up. And I mean, it makes sense why I totally went off men for like two years. I'm not getting any of that, which I'm super surprised about. And I'm happy. I'm very, very happy. Yeah, and I want to know why. Is it because they're more mature or people are just have a better understanding that don't bring race into it? And also don't be a pig and bring sexually charged conversation into this. I've got two options for you. Well, two ans- two potential answers to your question. Mm-hmm. One, obviously, a couple of years ago, you were going at a younger age range. Yeah. So early 20s, mid 20s. Yeah. A bit more sexually charged, mm. a bit more unpolished maybe yeah or a bit more gross um (laughs) way more gross apparently Mm. and now that you're looking at maybe the late 20 early 30s range people are potentially could be a little bit more serious yeah or the fuck boys just know how to ask you better questions yeah second option is you've only been on it for like a week give it some time baby they might come back it's kind of no one's really asked me if my pussy tasted like butter chicken before so yeah no one has had experiences like me with this sort of thing wondering if it was a me problem where i was putting out really salacious inappropriate sexy photos i don't think i was i really really don't think i was but maybe maybe i was and it's been getting that unwarranted attention because none of my friends have had this experience not my friends who are Australian in regards to sexually charged conversations Mm -hmm. and not my ethnic friends in regards to race. So the questions that people ask, like the the gross ones, were Mm. they from any particular category or type of ethnicity? Were they brown boys? They were all white boys. Ah, okay. I never got anything weird from brown boys. I mean, I got weird things, but not falling into this category. (laughs) Of sexually weird things. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I got all the stuff that was rude was definitely from white 
boys and not white boys of a certain demographic. It would be like any type, really polished white dudes that you wouldn't expect would say that to really scummy, scummy bros. Ah, interesting. Yeah. What about you? You never get weird comments? Look, I don't really get sexually charged comments up front. Like no one's really ever asked me anal question mark. Yeah. But think they do get sexual at some point and it's more more after like a back and forth conversation of, hey, how are you? Yeah. Do you want to come over? Or, mm. you know, stuff like that, which by that point you either troll them or you delete them. Mm. Yeah, never nothing that has particularly grossed me out though. There is a third option to that though beyond trolling and deleting them. You take them up on their offer. And desperate I don't, times. Yeah, you know, not, not even desperate times, but sometimes it's an itch you got to scratch. There's a real misconception that women don't have as strong a libido as men. Oh, 100% now. Do. I'm like, no, they definitely do. I know some of the most sexually active people I know are not men. Yeah. They're women. And if women felt safe and in the right environment and comfortable, then they would do it. And I think there's no shame in being like, if someone is up front and that's what you want and that's what they want, take them up on the offer. Yeah. Obviously, be safe about it. I do get a lot of people who up front say, hey, I just got out of a relationship or I'm not looking for anything serious. Mm. And, you know, it's pretty much straight out say I'm only here for fun. Yeah. And super appreciate those guys. But at least, you know, if you t- do take them up on their offer, yeah. you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. I've had a few of those conversations and once again, going back to my point of like men have generally grown, the conversations will say, Hey, I would love to hook up. I'm here for that. Like come over. And I will say, look, honestly, I'm not here for that. I'm not really a hit it and quit it kind of girl. I'm not in the market for that. I don't feel comfortable. I'm looking for something a little bit more Mm long-term and I don't think I can give you what you want. And they often reply back saying, thanks for being so upfront and honest about that. Yeah. I'm not wasting anyone's time. That's the thing. No one needs to go and ghost anyone. Just be communicate and say what you want. And if I don't want it, that's okay. How can a guy or a girl argue with that saying, I don't feel comfortable? Yeah. And if they, to be honest, try to make you feel more comfortable about an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. Fuck them. I mean, as cliche as it is, no means no. Look at us. Just getting so much quality advice. I know. Yeah, but that's pretty much been my experience. But okay. How was the challenge? Did you complete it? Yes. You did? I did. What? You told me you didn't. I did tell you you didn't. You and then liar, liar, pass on fire. No, I wasn't going to before because I asked three people and the first person had actually initially asked for a call. And I said, yeah, yeah, of course. And that was pre us setting this challenge up. Oh, so it was his idea to set up. It was his idea to set up the call. And then when we set the challenge up, I was like, this is so easy. I've got it. And I went up to him and I was like, hey, do you want to schedule that call? And his response was, and actually the day I said that was the day Australia eased out their restrictions Mm -hmm. um, for the lockdown. And he basically said, well, we could probably meet up in person now. And I was like, no, that's not the challenge. And well, our conversation died from there. Actually, I remember you telling me about that. And I gave you the advice of just say coronavirus is early stages. I don't feel comfortable. Let's just do a call. Or I'd love to meet up. Let's just do a call first to break the ice. Yeah. To be honest, the conversation started dying. I feel like when you talk to people on these apps it gets to a high and you have to ride that wave mm. and see them or talk to them um, before then it dies because it's really yeah. hard to get that wave back up. Just classic surf talk, bro. I don't even surf. Neither do I. <laughs> so that was the first guy. The second guy I matched on Tinder and for some reason he wanted to talk to me over Instagram instead. So I was like, okay, 
I feel like that's a new thing. So I gave him my Instagram handle. We spoke on Instagram and then he was like, do you want to meet up? And I was like, oh, so you passed his test. He deemed you worthy enough. Yeah, I guess. He basically stalked your entire Instagram. I was like, I approve. Yeah, I, I pretty so much. So trash. I know. <laughs> um, well, I feel like I do the same thing with other people's Instagrams. Quid pro quo. Yeah, but it's not trash when I do it. <laughs> right, yes, okay. Double standards. Um, Name of my autobiography. <laughs> added me on Instagram, asked me to meet up, and I was like, how about we do a call instead? He left me on scene. He never responded to that. Tell me you deleted him off your gram, though. No, I haven't, but I actually probably should now, now that I think about it, because I completely forgot about it. Once rejection happens, you're just kind of like, yep, never happened. Honestly, a follow's a follow. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get those numbers up. Exactly. It is a numbers game, babe. (laughs) And the third guy, um, who's actually the guy I ended up talking to, he asked to meet up as well. But was very persistent. He doubled. Can we te- have a little insight into what his cultural background was? Indian. Um, oh. And I feel like it's a very cultural trait sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I Can feel I see what like- he looks like. Where's my phone? No way. What? <laughs> that dude. Okay. Oh my god! Did you match with him too? I matched with him. A few- I matched with him like when I was on the apps a few years ago. And I didn't reply to him. And then I matched with his friend. I didn't realize it was his friend. And I was chatting with his friend. And he suddenly messaged me and goes, so what? You're not interested in me, so you're talking to my friend. Are you going to play both of us? <laughs> no way. Wait. Are you sure this is that no, guy? No, the exact... That dude always pops up. And he's had the same photos for years. For I also just matched sake. with him last week. He liked me on Hinge. And I... Didn't accept because I was like, bro, do you not remember like being so rude to me? Oh, jeez. And he was super keen. Yeah. Okay. He was, he is super keen. He double texted me after me not responding to him for two hours. Like, that's what Has it not been established? You are busy. Exactly. Doing nothing. Exactly. I am watching TV. I don't need to respond to you instantly. Yeah. I also don't have the notifications of the app turned mm. on. If not, my phone would be constantly buzzing. Okay. So. Calm down, man. Please. Okay, sorry. You're not that popular. <laughs> <laughs> it just be so hard. Like, this honey, all the bees. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I wasn't going to talk to him. Mm-hmm. and he was just too persistent. I didn't want to give him my number, though you gave me pretty good advice on this. What's you? <laughs> you basically said, why don't you get his number and call him on private? And yes, yeah. and what I ended up And doing. I think that's okay to say because cause you can say I am a woman and I don't feel that comfortable giving out my number with past experiences and whatnot. Why don't you give me your number? And then call them on a private number. Yeah, and I definitely didn't want to give this guy my number because if he was double texting me on Hinge, yeah. I can't imagine over text. Mm. But, you know, I still, I just wasn't feeling the guy and mm. I just really felt I'll be doing myself, him, the podcast, you disrespect if I just did it for the podcast. Mm. And then I talked to Queen Bee about it. Enter stage left. Yes. And Queen Bee for a very long time has been the voice of reason in my life. Mm-hmm. And she basically turned around and said, stop being ridiculous. Just do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> exactly. Little bad experiences. Hopefully one day you'll be able to laugh about it. Yes. Unless you get married. Okay. Well, this was definitely a laughable conversation because it lasted all of seven minutes. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? 
After being so chatty and persistent, it lasted for seven. Yeah. Sex probably would have been longer with her. Uh, maybe not actually, but yeah, <laughs> sex maybe would have been longer <laughs> with him. One question he did ask, which kind of irked me okay. was, so where are you actually from? I was like, Australia. He's like, no, no, no. Where are you actually from? And I was like, this is what? I know. And I was like, are you sizing me up for marriage? Like, but he asked you that question of where, where are you, you actually from? from? What do you answer? It's like, oh, I'm from Bangladesh. And our conversation was basically bookless. Like, <laughs> it was basic rubbish about work, this and that. Mm. And I think, like, you told me, you know, I can talk to a brick wall if I really wanted to. I can keep conversations going. Mm-hmm. But one thing I like to do on dates, and this is a little um, mildly sadistic of me, but I like to purposely create an awkward silence just to see how the other person reacts to it. Or, you like to watch the world burn. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh that's so self-destructive. <laughs> that's so self-destructive. But it's more like, oh, what do you do when there's an awkward silence? Oh, the food's really good here. Oh, I love the atmosphere of this place. But sometimes it's good to see how other people react, to see if your own awkwardness is, you know, a trait other people have as well. I'm definitely a silence filler. <laughs> me too. But yeah. sometimes I like to take a step back and see if yeah. they're a silence. Okay, okay, okay. Because honestly, sometimes being able to have a comfortable awkward silence is where you want to be. Mm-hmm. So true. I created an awkward silence, and he goes, "So I let you go," and ended the conversation there. And yeah, seven minutes of my life. Seven minutes in heaven. Mm-hmm. Seven <laughs> heaven. <laughs> okay. So that was my call. Mm. It definitely wasn't as productive, or really wasn't what I thought it would be. But mm. <laughs> yeah. That was it. How was your date? I know you ended up doing one. I did do one. And it was also with a man who was born and raised in India. Um, My guy matched with him. Kind of interesting chats. And then I just out of the bat said, hey, do you want to have a phone call? He was like, yeah, for sure. Let's do it. But I live at home. And mi madre was not in the greatest mood. So I... Sulky Shilpa? Yeah, Sulky Shilpa. Put on clothes and I went out for a walk. Thanks for putting on clothes before you did that. (laughs) True. Um, I put on clothes and I went out for a walk at 9pm at night in like pretty much winter and had a chat with him. How long did it last? Seven minutes? An hour and a half. No. Yeah. Wow, you had a completely different experience I had to mine. A, yeah. And honestly, it was really nice. Really good conversation. I would totally be friends with this dude. He was so funny. He was so charming. We had super similar tastes in music and TV shows. We were watching the same things. Yeah, he was really sarcastic. I was super impressed. Can you tell I've been saying the word super so many times? It's like you're almost blushing. I know. Yeah, he was really, really cool. And I would I would love to get to know him more. There is a few issues. I feel like I could get along with anyone and have a conversation with anyone. So there needs to be something more that sparks my interest. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I felt that. But I do think I need time to build up and grow with things. Yeah, I, don't, some, I don't feel things instantly. Yeah, some things like that, sometimes you don't notice instantly. Mm. Or sometimes you think it's there and it's not. So yeah. you got to give time for things like that. 100%. Secondly, I <laughs> went back and looked at his profile after the conversation. And damn, he's not my type. I don't even have a type. He's just not. 
generally what we would consider to be conventionally attractive. Can I see a photo? Yeah. He's not that bad. Like, you make him out seem like, I don't know, a gremlin. No, he's not a gremlin at, at all. But could I imagine waking up every morning to that face? So you mean, can I imagine myself sleeping with him? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, can I? No. And do I look at him and think, ah, oh, yes, I want to like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I don't. I can't. Okay. But, but you know, sometimes attraction builds over time. That's what I was going to say. Sometimes attraction does build over time. Yeah. I, for example, am more attracted to cute little geeky people than I am to really rugged fuckboys Yeah. So, you know, attraction comes in very different ways. 100%. Were you attracted to the conversation? I was super attracted to the conversation. And there were other cons. Like, I find it important to... For me, it really matters that you're not judgmental and you're you're Mm open-minded. You don't push your values onto other people. I like to bring up ideas of feminism on the first date. It doesn't need to be labeled as feminism, but the general concept that men and women are equal and deserve equal rights. Yeah. I also like to bring up the whole LGBTQI issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's a really intense. That's but a lot of, and like, I mean, bring up religion because I feel like that's a lot I do. And I bring up, you know, how much money you earn <laughs> and who you vote for. So no, I, I don't you have for- your own way of sizing people up for marriage. Okay. I actually do, but it's for particular communities. Okay. Like with Indian people, I do because sometimes they can have very intense value mm-hmm. beliefs around things and We're not compatible. So I'd rather get that out of the way early on. A lot of, I guess, people who have grown up in a very, in different cultures or different um, religious backgrounds tend Mm. to have very specific views about things. Yeah. Like I even look at my own parents and sometimes they can't wrap their heads around things. Yeah. You know what? You can, I'm not going to force my values upon you. I just need to know if they're aligned. Yeah. So I was talking to him about a TV show I'm currently watching called Vida the queer Latin community. And he used that opportunity to bring up that LGBTQI issues he didn't really understand and it made him feel uncomfortable. And it's not very visible in India. Mm -hmm. But he also said that he knew what he was feeling was not the right thing and who was he to judge them. So for the past three years, he has confronted his own bias and walked in the Mardi Gras parade. Oh, wow. Yeah, and to me that was like, a really cool thing. I really respected him for that. Very attractive. So attractive. Having that self-awareness to understand what you're thinking is probably not the right way of thinking. And Mm. then trying to get yourself to shift your views is a very, um, I don't know. It's it's a very commendable thing. Yeah. So much personal growth. Yeah, definitely. And self-reflection. Yeah. Self-reflection. Most men don't have that. No. And another thing that I find attractive is people who actually do stuff. And he hosts a board game night once a week where everyone comes around and he gives them cocktails. And I thought, that's like cool. You're like having the initiative to organize it and host it. I enjoy that you actually do some fun stuff. And he asked me if I wanted to come to the next round. Ooh, can you get a plus one? I, yeah, I reckon I could totally swing you <laughs> as a plus one. But I respect that. Like That's actually doing great. stuff. Yeah. And then also like not taking that as an opportunity to invite you over for dinner or mm. a cocktail, but also saying, hey, I have a weekly group thing that I do. Why don't you come to that as well? Like it's quite, it's not as forward. Like my guy who basically said, let's have dinner tonight. (laughs) And it definitely allows for the space to go into friendship or more than that. Okay. So, because I would like to be friends with him, even if it didn't work out. And I would like to have that frank conversation, assuming it didn't work out that, Hey, 
And I don't view you in that way, but you're super interesting. We have great conversation. Let's stay in each other's lives as friends. Okay. So from a scale of zero to 10, how would you rate your experience over the phone with 10 being absolutely great and zero being absolutely shit balls and one, which is what I would rate my experience? Nine. Okay. That's a pretty high one. Really? The, and I only give the points off because um, <laughs> I got really cold and I wanted to go home and then I'm feeling a bit unwell today. <laughs> but yeah, no, I um, I really liked it. So you, he lost a point. Purely because it was your fault. Yeah, but that's his fault too. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I mean, look, today he's gotten a bit intense. But okay, that was going to be my next question. Oh, okay, Have right. you spoken to him since? What's been the vibe? Yeah. Tell he's... me more. Tell me more. Like, does he have a car? Uh-huh, doo-doo. No, he does not. <laughs> <laughs> but he does live in a very swanky apartment in the city. Ooh. Not that that should matter, and he does have a cool job. Not that that should matter. Not that that should matter, but there's a difference between having a good job and a cool job. He has a cool job? He has a cool job that he's passionate about. He does interesting projects. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this morning he messaged me the good morning, usual stuff. Mm-hmm. And then this evening he asked me if I wanted to go for a walk at like 6 p.m. at night. And I was, I'm already here. And also it's winter. It's cold as fuck. No. So when he said, do you want to go for a walk? Do you think it was more, oh, do you want to go for a walk so we can have a phone call together? Or do you want to go for a walk with me? I think he meant with him because he actually lives 10 minutes away from where I live. Okay. And I have nothing against a walk except, dude, it's cold. And then I said, no, it's too cold. And he said, well, then how about come over for a gin? I'm like, ah, for me, it's a bit too soon. Yeah. If I had gone on a couple of other dates and warmed up a little bit, it might have been all right. But I'm going from zero to 100 just too quickly. Yeah. you got to ease into it. you got to accelerate slowly with these, with these things. Yeah. You know what? And he could be really pleasant over the phone. And then I go there and he's like, hey, baby, let's recreate a Bollywood movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, because those Bollywood movies are full on. There's some like real Kama Sutra shit going on in them. You can see why there's so there's so much hypersexualization in Bollywood films that you can see why people get the wrong idea about what sex and love is. Yeah, but I feel like you're going really far with just a request to have Jin with him. You're taking it and going. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know. Okay, have you has that thrown you off of him yet, or? A little bit, but as I'm sitting here, I'm realizing it's less a him issue and more a me issue. Yeah, because... Oh my God, I'm like so self-aware. Like, oh yeah, I feel like you need to go down Mardi Gras parade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what the, the messages that you've just read out to me don't actually sound that creepy to me. Like sometimes tone doesn't come off very well over text. So mm. you might read it in a creepy way, but he actually hasn't said it in a creepy way. Why? I just remembered something. You're talking <laughs> about creepy. He actually did send me something creepy and I just blocked it out of my psyche. <laughs> What? Um, okay, let me just get these messages. He said, by the way, Facebook suggested to you as a friend today, always does when I add someone in my phone book. Initially, I thought I would add you, but then I thought it would be creepy. What are your thoughts? Mm, that's not that creepy. I just replied back with like a shocked emoji, eyes open, eyebrows raised. <laughs> and Emoji's a good way of getting out of awkward conversation. It is. <laughs> I don't think that's too... I feel like he's been very upfront with his creepiness and actually asked you permission to add you on Facebook as opposed to... Ma'am, do I have your permission to be a creep? I mean, as opposed to just stalking you and knowing everything about you without you knowing. Did I stalk him on Facebook? Yes. Exactly. 
Double standard. He's not doing anything you won't do. He's just telling you that you've done it. I'm really being the devil on your shoulder here right now. Do you want his number? No, I'm good. Thank you. I think I will probably get a seven minute conversation out of him if I tried. (laughs) So you definitely had a more successful challenge one than I did or challenge two. But I still admire you for trying. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even do the first challenge. I, to be fair, it was very daunting. I thought Mm. having a conversation over the phone was more vulnerable than in person. But in your case, it worked out really well. I mean, yeah, but this could be, you know, (laughs) the anomaly. Well, don't know. We'll continue on on our quest to find a man. So I had a thought for next week's challenge, if I might just, you know, titillate your interest with it. Titillate my interest. Titillate your interest. Please do. So last week I spoke about how I only have dates over drinks. You spoke about how you only really have coffee dates and day dates. With the restrictions easing up a little bit with these coronavirus lockdowns, Mm -hmm. I thought it might be interesting if you go on an evening drinks date and I go on a daytime coffee date. Really do a flipper No. Yes. Do you have any better ideas? Uh, I mean, for personal growth, I think it's a great idea. For my own level of comfort, I hate it. Oh, <laughs> uh, fucking hell. Look, it'll be fun, I think. It might be... You said that so unconvincingly. Yes. It'll be fun. Yes. But look, it's... I think it's possible. What brings me joy in this is knowing that you will be as uncomfortable as I will. I will be super uncomfortable. I just don't know how to drink in moderation. Just one glass an hour. Drive there. So you have to drive home. And if you do drink too much, call me and I'll pick you up. Yeah, because I'm afraid that I'll, like, drink too much, get caught up in the vibes, make some questionable life choices, and then spiral the next day. A real classic S special. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we're trying to walk away from that right now and find you a boyfriend. Mm. So let's not, you know, drink too much in the first date. No tapping and gapping. I'm not a tapper and gapper. Well, I can't tap and gap with coffee, so... Dude, you definitely can. That would be a really good challenge. I'm not challenging myself to tap and gap with anyone. (laughs) All right. Well, then let's shake on it. Challenge three. Okay. Fist bump. Boom. Challenge three, we are going to go on no. dates. You're going to go on a daytime date. Yep. I'm going to go on a nighttime beverage date. Yes. And with that, S, good luck. Thank you so much, H. Also, if you want to follow along on our journey to finding a man. And probably miserably failing. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And give us a cheeky like or follow on Instagram because everybody loves being validated. Our Instagram handle is sorry.auntie. Auntie spelled A-U-N-T-Y. Well, guys, we'll report back with more stories to tell next week. Chat then. See ya. Bye.